So, Alex, uh, I've got the sun here. Would you, would you like me to read you your star yes, sign for the I am Pisces. Week? It's good to know these things. Pisces, all right. Yeah, that's one of these. I'll read one. Okay. <clears throat> Mentally and physically, you have the kind of get-things-done energy that helps you complete tough tasks in Is style. Is that today? But okay. it's for the week. <laughs> but still find time to help a friend. Daring to let your most vulnerable side show could transform an okay love into something special. Luck calls at door 73. <laughs> <laughs> what number door are you? Number 307. <laughs> Go to 73 right now. It's a long way. <laughs> Take the laptop with you. <laughs> Just knock on the door and show your vulnerable side to them. I think I'd get arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm vulnerable bar. right here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested in J culture and video games, let me introduce to you the number one gaijin, the man from Japan who can. Doofus, 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 he's doofus, he's a doofus, he's Welcome to the Doofus Show for... Oh, shit, what month is it? It's May. For May! For the start of May. And look, we've actually managed it. It might not actually be two weeks, but we're consistently going to try... Well, no, we're consistently going to do two shows a month, aren't we, Darren? Yeah, well, we seem to be doing it like really naturally now. I want to do it. Me I want too, to do it. Too. Even though I'm missing Gossip Girls tonight, I'm up for this. <laughs> we're ready. So, hello, I'm Alex. I'm still in our Isn't it Gossip Japan? Girl? Gossip Girls. That's just getting things slightly wrong, like mums I, I do. I do that a lot, though. I do that a lot. My friend's yeah. mum used to say that Sophie Ellis Baxter song was, There's Been a Murder on the Dance Floor. Just <laughs> putting in too many words into the title. It's <laughs> actually There's much scarier as well. Floor. Yeah, Gossip yeah. Girls. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the world of gaming. Welcome to the world of gaming and Japan and me and Darren, honestly. Yeah. Let's not pretend. We're going to put our fingers over your nose and then force you to open your mouth and pop in a little gaming gaming knowledge pill. Gaming knowledge pill. Yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, It doesn't matter. It just tastes awful. Oh. (laughs) It's just just an essential medication. It's kind of Victorian era medication. That's what we're going to deliver it. In we're a very put it on the back of your tongue so you can't kind of get it off because you know you're gonna be like exactly it against the roof of your mouth. Imagine that your your listener, your gaming ignorance is like a rotten tooth. We're gonna tie it to the door and then just slam it. Not too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly. You know, oh no, that'd be worse. You'd just get pulled across the bed and onto yeah. the floor. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna give you everything you need to know about gaming in the past week, plus some extra stuff, and plus some stuff you don't want. Mostly that, in fact. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Quite a lot of stuff you don't want. But, you know, it could be entertaining anyway. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. How are you, Al? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Summer kind of unceremoniously kicked off last week. Oh, it's hot in Japan. Well, it went from kind of mild, kind of cold, everybody complaining, apart from me, to humid and sweltering in the space of a day. Oh, it's the humidity I don't like. Yeah. And then, obviously, being Japan and... Having five seasons, yes, uh, we've entered the fifth season, which is monsoony, descript- right? Yeah, descriptively called rainy season. Hot me. and wet, like being inside a dog's mouth. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. How's so the back? The smaller the back, is that wet? You get wet. Yeah, I you get like really that. soddy, 
sodden, wet, and then you get inside, or you get, and there's no air conditioning on at the moment because Japanese people don't think it's summer yet, and until it's summer, they can't switch to the summer settings of life. Well, isn't well, the Japanese being possibly the most industrious nation when it comes to gadgets and solving little problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, have they solved the kind of the you know the sweaty brow, the sweaty uh, small of the back thing? Yeah, do they yes. do like nappies for your back or something? Do you, <laughs> back <laughs> well, nappies. They, they do actually, but genetically they just don't sweat as much as me. So oh. it's still a problem to them. But they, they do this, they, they wrap a towel around their neck. It's kind of cool. Chunky <laughs> towel, like a flannel, big like flannel. An, that they wrap like a neck brace. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah? It's, and it's, you know, it's not... Imagine your dad, like, doing the... My dad? Knitting, well, anybody's dad, knitting the four <laughs> corners of a handkerchief and putting it on their head on the beach. Oh, I know, that's the British uh, way yeah. to do that. Think of right, the okay. British equivalent of this, basically. But think how bad they look. But in Japan, it's kind of cool and people don't care. Yes, because people do look cool. They're not like yeah. sort of pasty things that have been washed up on a beach. Is what Western people look like. Pretty much. So that, that's, oh, that's the biggest difference. But it's it's unpleasantly hot already, and uh, I wish that it would stop being hot and go back to winter, please. Well, yeah, that's a doofus weather conversation. Yeah, you like to do that. Um, now Alex is coming back from Japan to the UK towards the end of the year. So doofus is going to turn into something else. We're going to be sat staring each other down when we do do for shows from from now on and there won't be so much weird audio problems no we, we might just do a video like aimed at the side of our faces a bit like oh, that's uh, a good idea smith what like smith smith and jones that's a great idea <laughs> for what for Alex. an hour yeah oh why not that'd be fine don't, don't we'll have to probably have to put up with us chewing gum just so oh, i was gonna say yeah we have to breath. get we have to, to spend our money on smints yeah. Unlike this week, I've spent the doofus kitty on something here. Got something for you, Al. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear it that? Sounds, it sounds meaty. Meaty. Well, it's rustly. Rustly. It's not meaty. Well, actually, in a way, it, it's like a it's like a fried breakfast. If you'll Ooh. follow me, like a builder's fried this is, breakfast. This uh, is becoming enticing. This is sounding very good. Publication. Well, that's not. You're coming back home, right? I feel like I need yeah. to acclimatize you. So from now now on, there's going to be a. What are we doing this? Just every fortnight, this show? Yeah, yeah, every fortnight. <laughs> just whenever we do it. Okay, I'm going to acclimatise you to the UK, slowly but surely. So, I've bought, I've spent 20p, it says in the top corner of it here, this paper costs 20p, a copy of The Sun. Oh. Now, if you don't know what The Sun is, if you're abroad, uh, it's an English paper. It's yes. a Rupert Murdoch uh, brainwashing and tits mag, basically. <laughs> Uh, it's a popular workers, uh, working class choice paper. Uh, so I bought a copy here for, for you. For I, I don't know. Do you want me to just read a bit? Do you want to? Yeah, talk? yeah. Just for reference, since we are doing, which do you want to pick a page? Political leanings. What are its political leanings for people who might be listening? And it's a red top. Basically, it, it likes to be right. Now they backed uh, David Cameron, the Conservative uh, leader, to win this election quite so a long they, time ago. They kind of won. Well, it didn't, it didn't. It wasn't the runaway success I think uh, they thought it would be. <laughs> So they just steadfastly pushed it the other week by putting Simon Cowell on the front, urging people to vote Tory, which is the most disgusting, disgusting mix of uh, people. I'm sure a lot of people just went to the polls and wrote Simon Cowell in crayon on a bit of paper. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be all of those spoilt ones. Spoilt, yeah. <laughs> Quite a lot of spoilt ones this election. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's election stuff. That's all bollocks. We've got no, uh, we've got no leader. It's all gone to pot. There's mm-hmm. burning cars and you know deer running through the streets. I don't know. Shall, shall I read the page three? Is it the okay. woman with boobs? If, if you're not British and you don't understand, you've you probably heard of this. There's a, the, there is a naked woman here. She's what called Peter. Page? She's 23 what? from Essex. Petter? Peter? Petter? Peter. No, she's not called Peter. <laughs> <laughs> called Petter. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, well, she, she, she's got gigantic boobs and she okay. seems to be on a beach. It looks very cold. <laughs> you can okay. see goosebumps on her, on her thing. Okay, so she, there's always a little bit in the corner of the page three about what the, what the woman with the boobs is saying. And I like to think that she's saying it as she's having her picture taken. You know, as yes, the camera yep. bulbs are flashing, she's saying this, and they're literally just taking it down word for word. So I take not... the photo in between her mouth opening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mindlessly so like at the camera. Seventy-five percent of the shots just binned. <laughs> um, okay. The, the caption says news in briefs because she's it, just got a pair of oh. pants on. Okay. Oh, this. Okay. This, yeah. Okay. Do you get it? it it's yep, it's a yep. pun. It's a pun paper. There's lots of puns. Um, Nothing wrong with puns. Petter is horrified that the chancellor has committed us to paying $43 billion in an EU bailout. She says, lending involves... I'll do it in a voice. Lending involves risk and relies totally on the borrower honouring their debt contract. I never trusted Alistair Darling as a loan arranger. Now he's gone toto. Now... <laughs> <laughs> now, can you see the harmonious combination of tits and brainwashing there, in effect? The, the likelihood that she even... Knows who Alistair Darling is. No, that no, that's mean. Yeah, that, that is mean. mean. That's mean. I retract that. The likelihood that she said that is pretty low, isn't it? It is pretty, pretty, pretty low. low. And um, this is this pretty low in other ways. Isn't I think it? the only saving grace is that people aren't probably focusing on what she's saying, given uh, the setting of the brainwashing. You what tits on a beach? Well, I'm hoping that the tits distract from the brainwash. Maybe oh, maybe they work in conjunction. Well, oh. I can see the tits and the text in the same line of sight and that's why they put the writing at the top and not the bottom it <laughs> <laughs> works now I could re would you like to pick another page or should yes, I just get uh, this out later I'd like to pick a, a page no 12 12 page 12 okay the, the ones the in the side the sidelines are always the best or, or the white van man full it is page advertising full page, it right. is it is full page advertising there's, a, there's an article about Wayne Rooney uh, and his son and his strange uh, big gobbed wife. Uh, let's see. Okay, okay. There's a tiny, tiny little news story. You, you know the one I mean, Alex. They're just tiny. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Four, five lines. Okay. It's called it's "Call the Crops." I haven't read this before. Scarecrows dressed as Mary Poppins, a clown, and a woodcutter were pinched from a festival in Crosby on Eden, Cumbria. That's the story. That's the whole story. Yes. <laughs> oh. But it's "Call the Crop." Call the Crops. It had a good pun, so I had to go in. Okay, okay. That's, um... that, that is the only story on it. There's a big EasyJet advert, but I'm pretty not sure you're interested in that. No, uh, well, I might leave through this through, throughout the, uh, the the podcast. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe come back between segments. Are you feeling British, though? Are you feeling afraid and I'm depressed? Feeling, yeah, I'm terrified. And, <laughs> and a little bit critical of everything. Every report I've heard of the election or post-election is uh, burning and looting in the streets. So I, I expect to come back to a burnt-out shell of a country. Oh, yeah, my flat is now just full of flat-screen televisions I stole from Curry's in town. Yeah. Save me a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw them out the window and then just, just sort of scream. Okay. Nick Clegg drawn on my, drawn on my chest. <laughs> well, before we get on to uh, any other segments, before we go back into that, we'll, we'll uh, tell you what's coming up on the show. Oh, yeah. We've got the usual heaven and hell. What heaven and hell. News. A feature, uh, which is today, is going to be about Japanese and Western game design and how they are trying to evolve using each other and of course Darren's good old games or not good old games Darren's good old games we are going to have to change it to Darren's good old games now because that's oh, yeah, two yeah. episodes in a row you've called it that I know it's uh... <laughs> we've got all your favourites basically come yeah. on in let's have some fun send it 
to heaven. So this show, yeah, uh, I've got an Android phone. I, I don't have an iPhone. This I don't have an iPhone. Because uh, iPhones are shit. Well, well, maybe I could <laughs> distill it into this very short story. I got an Android phone, HTC Desire. Uh, I'm a graphic designer. I've got okay. a lot of friends who are also graphic designers, and so typically. Your, your typical graphic designer is also an Apple fanboy. I mean, who isn't an Apple fanboy? They're, they're lovely machines and it's all it all works, no viruses. It's all spanky, well-designed. Um, I just fancied a change. I didn't really have a very good reason for getting a, an Android phone. I just heard really good things. And okay. Uh, okay. it's a bit like having an Amiga. I thought it'd be like having a PC. Okay. But it's not bad. It's more like having an Amiga. It's more like having an Amiga. Can you explain that... Uh... Right. Okay. Okay. All the apps look terrible. They've all <laughs> been just. They've all been done by just one person on their own, okay. uh, and they haven't been play tested very much or, he drunk or tested when very he much. Did it? Yeah, maybe he may also be a lot younger than me. I'm getting okay. the feeling a lot of these things yeah. have been. Yeah, it's great. I mean, there's there's great apps and everything like that, and the Google stuff's great, and it's very fast. Uh, and basically, I've got a Super Nintendo <laughs> emulator on there. I've got a Mega Drive <laughs> emulator on there. Yeah, and it's brilliant. So I really like it. It's great. Does it have buttons, like proper hard buttons? Yes. It's got oh. four buttons and a trackpad, optical trackpad thing. Mm. So you, you do have the joy of physically pressing buttons. Why do you ask that? Do you like buttons? Oh, no, you that's, buttons? That's, yeah, I miss buttons. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, okay, that might be a big swear on that one for me. Yeah, I'm I like it. It's fun. It's very customizable, but it also tends to break quite quickly. <laughs> so is this a heaven or a hell item? It's a heaven. Okay, uh, just checking. <laughs> you it's seem, a heaven. I love it. You seem happy but lukewarm. On I was bored of my phone. It was too. It was too easy. It was almost like I didn't have it. You know, it was so ergonomic in every way that it was almost like I didn't have it. Yeah, no, but this is I mean? something I think I'm going to come back to later. And this is the fact that while it is a great little thing to have in your pocket for lots and lots of things, it sucks as a phone. It does. It does. That's right. I forgot that. I forgot that. Yes, the the phone bit. And often didn't work for days at a time. I'd yeah. just get messages of people the next day. And then you get and so the I tried emailing, to call you. The emailing function of it equally broken because yep. email's terrible on it. Really push and yeah. Yep. So I think the problem with the iPhone is that the eye is accurate and the phone is completely uh, missed over. And uh, to get very technical, struck. the infrastructure to sell apps is flawless on the iPhone. Yes. But the uh, the per the personal portable computer aspect of it, as in the emails and whatnot, and the phone suck. Yeah. And I kind of yes. need the those bits to work well. <laughs> That's kind of my primary use for it. The bits Are you, you technically buy a phone for. Exactly. I've got a DS. I'm not really that fussed about the gaming on it, but. So that's my heaven. It's a bit technical. That was a bit nerdy, wasn't it? Oh, don't just say that, because mine's even worse. Oh, God. <laughs> so I get the sun out again. Yeah. Um, so you can't, probably can't see it if you actually go to the site, but you might see it if you go to it from your Android or your iPhone. Um, I spent the good part of the start of the week updating Doofus' back end to, to the new latest version of WordPress. Okay. Um, putting in loads of new snazzy little plugins and applications and things that make it a far nicer experience for me to use the site. But uh, On the off chance you're listening to this and you don't know what Alex is talking about and you've somehow stumbled across us via iTunes, Alex yeah. actually writes a site called Doofus and he writes about games. You can go there. It's not like this. I'm not on it. No, um, it's a bit more thought no. out as well. You might want to buy a copy of The Sun and read it in between bits <laughs> to get the full experience. I've got another one. Small Time Crook. Can you tell what this is going to be about? 
Not cops, yet. Cops are hunting a thief who stole, who stole oh, what? Panties. No, 16 things from a garden? Gnomes. Gnomes, yes. 16 oh. garden gnomes on the, on the same night from a home in North Wales. Oh. Small time crook. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, your, your WordPress. Yeah, WordPress. So, so what you probably got, we got rid of all of the tags and categories search things. Actually, just put in a search function. Which I think is the biggest thing that's going to make a difference to people who might want to find something on the site. There's a lot of great writing on there. You should go through, type yeah. in a game. You'll, you'll get lucky. You've you've produced a lot of work over the past two years. Uh, 153 posts. 153. Well done. Yeah. Does that include these very podcasts? It does include these very podcasts. And we're up to of which we've done now. about 30. This is number 27 of the new show. Yes. And we had about 10 of the old. Yes, don't, the pilots. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't go back to those. <laughs> <laughs> We've been over that. Yeah, don't go back there. Yeah, oh, speaking of hellish things, though. Send it to hell. So while I was updating WordPress, I had uh, a slightly hellish moment. Oh, no. Did you scary. lose everything? Well, it was more that I missed part of the... I installed something over the file that led to all of the content on the site so if you basically i lost the key somewhere in the equation so it was a good 12 hours of me panicking <laughs> and uh basically did you just look around you and your entire flat had disappeared and all your clothes <laughs> and you were right. just floating yeah. oh, god. <laughs> oh god i deleted everything and and at th it was at this point like mickey came over and wanted to engage me in conversation and i was not having that i was a bit snappy at her Oh dear! What did she want to talk about? Yeah, it doesn't. I don't. Wasn't even listening. Just tiny little. That moment. Just want to nibble your ear and tell you she loves you. It could probably yes. Mickey, where's all my stupid childish writings about games? Yes. <laughs> now fuck off and find them for me. Um, it it ended up being a very simple fix because I backed up the whole site and I just had to reinstall a single file somewhere in the content and then it so all came rushing it ended back. up being fine and a great relief and like i said wordpress and all the things i've got going on that are great but for a while there i was in total panic i think everyone's had an experience like that you know where your computer just decides well either you've lost you have lost everything or you yeah. think you've lost everything and then you suddenly get it back so you go on this roller coaster of emotion i remember a college project i spent two months on mm -hmm. and uh you know i was very young and foolish I didn't back it up was just working on the same disc. The disc failed. Uh, and I remember just sort of getting up from my Mac. It was, I think it was a Saturday night. I'd been working like all weekend on it, uh, you know, for two months. I just walked downstairs and everyone was getting ready to go out in the house I was living in. I just got really, really drunk. And then I came back and I was very drunk about three in the morning, switched mm -hmm. on the computer and it all came back. <laughs> And I was I was insane. I'd become like a monster, just a shrieking, happy monster. It'd all come back. Alcohol, the solution to all those problems. Yeah, somehow I fixed it by going out. <laughs> perfect, perfect. That, that's the way you should do it. Yeah, Actually, exactly. Talk, going back to gaming quickly, it reminds me of the time I got a virus on my PC, that whole story. Oh, uh, viruses. Yeah. Viri. Remember those? Um, and they were like, uh, we're going to have to blank your hard disk, start it all again. I was like, no, no problem. Fine, fine, do it forgetting all of my game saves and I lost the nearly a nearly finished save file of Final Fantasy VIII which <laughs> is a significant <laughs> amount of time to pour into a game uh, that's the sort of thing that makes me laugh 
<laughs> yeah, all of that time just pissed at the wall. <laughs> just a tiny little file which has probably just got like a time signature and a number in it or something like that. Gone. <laughs> Not going back to it. No way. <laughs> oh dear. Oh so, dear. Well, yeah. my hell. Yes. Well, you kind of guessed it. It's an Android phone. <laughs> I've oh, got an Android we're both phone. doing the same thing. Yeah. That's not yeah. my trick. <laughs> it's a double-edged knife, or whatever you said once. Hey, yeah, it crashes all the time, and yeah. a lot of the apps don't work, uh, and you can't get Amazon and eBay on it because Google are stopping it being available in this country. What? And it's yeah, I know, and yeah, it's 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 like a messy. Messy, it's, you know, you used to have an Atari ST. Yeah. Anyone who's listening who's uh, fond of the retro. Atari STE, thank you very much. Right, okay. Is that better? <laughs> a little bit. Did it have like a fuel, a fuel injection? I, I think it had uh, mm. an E where there wasn't one on the other version. I see. Just a tiny of. little print. Yes. <laughs> on a sticker Just I kept trying to peel off. Drawn on with biro. Yeah, so you might appreciate being a technological underdog. And all of the kind of martyrdom that that implies. <laughs> okay, yeah, it wasn't quite as good as your Amiga. Well, you know, the whole kind of... Well, basically, I feel like I'm getting into lots of kind of grown-up, school-grown conversations about what's better, Sega or Nintendo. Just because I've got an Android phone, it seems to be some declaration, some kind of middle finger up at the, you know, the expected way that I'll be as a, as a middle-aged nerd. So <laughs> I'm tired of it. Leave me alone. It's good. It does crash, yes. That's what they always ask. Doesn't it crash? Yes, it does. You can't get games on it. No, I know that. Uh, I knew that before I bought it. Leave me um, alone. I like um, it. How often does it crash? Because, I mean, my iPhone crashes, and when it crashes, it's, there's no way of turning it off. Actually, it's never crashed as badly as that. My iPhone there used to go. do that. The, the programs crash, and then you just go back home. It, I've never locked up the phone, although I understand okay. you can do that. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't sound worse to me, then. <laughs> well, it's much faster than the iPhone, so it sort oh. of writes itself much, quick, much more quickly. Does it do flash stuff thing? Yes, yes, it's got flash. Wow, that's big. I haven't tried to play Robot Unicorn in it on it yet. Anyone at home play that game? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's got Doodle Jump, but I don't like that. I I haven't played Doodle Jump. Uh, I was going to say, is it good? But evidently it isn't, because in the same breath. Oh, that sounds snobbish, doesn't it? It is a game for people who don't like games. Do you know what I mean? It's just a casual thing. It's iPhone casual. Like Dido for music. Yeah. I'd like it if it was Dido just being trampolined up in that would an infinite <laughs> column. That, that does sound better. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> would you like another uh, Sun article? Yes, please. One more Sun article before we move on. Okay, there's a tiny one. It's called Change of Heart. Okay. Change of Heart. Seven out of ten Brits would only change their lifestyle if a doctor said they're at risk of a heart attack, a poll find. Isn't that creepy? Oh, I've got black crap all over my hands now. I've got, I've got Murdoch on my hands. Let's move on. What have you been playing? 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 Well, you sent me a goodie bag of Japanese games. I did. I'm getting quite obsessive about my DS collection. So I emailed Alex and just said, these games are supposed to be great. Uh, and it was, yeah, get, get them for me. <laughs> and you very kindly did. You haven't asked for any money yet. I need to pay for them. Um, <laughs> they were very cheap. They are quite old. <laughs> Are they? They're, oh, they're beautiful. So there was Jump Ultimate Stars, which is popularly thought to be one of the very best games on the DS. Um, Jump, were you aware of the branding before you? No. Snuck this puppy. It, it's perhaps the biggest manga comic out here, and it's basically like a collection of stories. It's a bit like a 2000 AD. 
gotcha. only about 400 pages in a single issue. And I know the ones those big... for about a quid. Brick ones so. printed on pink paper. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. every character in it is licensed from this magazine or is basically this magazine's property. So it's big and they have a very large cast. So from there, I'll let you continue. Yeah, jump. So unfortunately, it didn't have the Pointer Sisters or Van Halen in it. But <laughs> it does have lots of different... It's got Dragon Ball Z in it. Basically, it's a bit like Super Smash Brothers. Mm. Uh, but 2D, not 3D. Um, and it's a little bit like a sort of... I don't know. It's a little bit like a, a sort of one-on-one beat-em-up, a bit Street Fighter-y. Well, it's, it's a bit like Tatsunuka versus Capcom in that I don't know what's going on for 75% of the time, but I am having a good time. That's, uh, that's the, the balance that Super Smash Brothers falls over because I, I don't know what's going on and I'm not having a good time when I play Smash Brothers <laughs> <laughs> at any point. Yeah. I'm just angry and confused. Um, Especially in the single player. I mean, that's oof. the single player of Super Mario was... Yeah, so everybody should get a hold of Jump, but it is in impenetrable Japanese. Alex had to send me one of these game FAQ things, and I sat for two hours on Saturday working out how you play it, and then I had a sort of dawning realisation that I knew how to play it. Wow. And then it was just brilliant. Where did that realisation come from? Well, it's got, like, card trading in it and, like, you know, lots of levelling up because that's quite popular in, in Japanese games, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, lots of options, lots of options. Um, and just huge amounts of tutorials that you're forced to go through which is just endlessly clicking through pages of japanese and i was just turned off when i first did it i was like oh i don't think i can do this but actually you you persevere and then you're just left with yes it's the best game on the ds i'm gonna stick wow. my neck out yeah because well, I, I bought this when it released here and that's before game faqs become available obviously Faku with yes and at which point you find yourself kind of floundering and I was like oh well I'll trade it in while it's still worth money so I basically lost about a thousand yen on that so I could pick it up again now and maybe enjoy it a bit more but uh oh you'd love it Al it's great and you also bought me a rhythm game now there's mm-hmm. Elite Beat Agents which is the uh, translation of the first of this series of games into English yes uh, there were quite significant changes though I mean they yeah I think they changed it because it's mental <laughs> this is male cheerleaders yes it's like a rhythm game yes uh, basically it's ridiculously fun. It is. It's it's a bit more complex than a normal rhythm game. I mean, you are just tapping. Yeah, and screaming, like, you're tapping and following, and there's a, like a brilliant, ridiculous animation going on in the background, mm. uh, and there's fantastic J-pop rock music. Yes. Uh, it's a sort of game where you would maybe irritate the people in the same room as you, even though they're not looking at what you're doing, because I kept finding myself squealing with delight, like a small boy. <laughs> It's because it was so fun and just fun on top of ridiculousness, on top of more fun, on top of it going too fast for me to keep up. Uh, <laughs> it's like I was being tickled and given a warm drink at the same time. Uh, yeah, that was great. And you also sent me Final Fight uh, oh, yes. 1 Final on Fight Game Boy one. Advance. For the Game Boy Advance. Which which characters are in that? I, is it All of them. The full set? It's the full, the full set. set. Okay. Yeah, because on Super Nintendo, wasn't it ridiculous? You could get one... You get Final which had Fight, which was Cody and Hagar. Yes, and, and there were three people in the arcade. There's one you could called get Guy. Final Fight Guy, which was just <laughs> Guy and Hagar. <laughs> They're pretty much the same character, Cody and Guy. A young they, man yes. who can do jumps. I think there was meant to be some slight difference in kind of the power Guy packed. I think it was meant to be weaker and just moved faster. It's exactly the same game for what, like yeah. about forty pounds or something. Yes. Yes. Wow. That, that happened. Days. That happened. 
So no, this has got all of them, and it's on on my Game Boy Micro, which is ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> Although when you do buy uh, used games, and I guess this happens quite a lot in Japan, the one you sent me, someone had completed the whole thing, like entirely. Oh. So he'd unlocked all of the things. So I started it, and Cody was a weird color, and he'd oh. unlocked this or she or she had unlocked this uh, uh, like auto punch function. What? So I was just holding down. Yeah, no, I was holding down the punch button when I was beating people up, and he was literally. A lightning quickness, uh, lightning quickness, just killing them, just kind of bang, <laughs> dead. I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> looking for the auto fire button on my micro, which didn't exist. So did it took me a while of reading online before I realised I had to wipe the memory. Yeah, you, to you wiped it. it. I was going to ask, did you do that? And have you I finished did. it since then? No. Okay, because I got the same game essentially for my uh, PS3 this week. Yes, it's just been released on. Uh, PS3 Live. and Xbox 360. And it's part of the Final Fight Double Impact, which in fact comes with Final Fight and Magic Sword, Mystic Sword, something okay. along those lines. I don't know. I haven't played that yet. I heard about this briefly. Have they done the kind of Street Fighter HD treatment on it? Is it all redone? No, no. The, what they've gone a oh. lot more um, faithfully to the original source. They've actually, you can even have it with like an old arcade, uh, what would the word be? Inlay, I suppose. Oh, what, like a frame? Screen. Yep, yeah. And then you can even set it so there's like the monitor blur of an old monitor, like it's burnt into the screen a little bit. <laughs> That's fun. So they've really. Oh, so if you're playing on a ridiculous 40 inch plasma, yeah. then you it can make it look a bit more realistic. Like a shitty, shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's still fun, though, isn't it? it, uh, is, it I is. was thinking, I went back to play Golden Axe recently, and it's strange that that's pretty much the same engine they built Streets of Rage on. Uh, yeah. You know, we're talking about 2D scrollers, and Final Fight was the the daddy of all these. Uh, Golden Axe doesn't stand up anymore. Final Fight no. and Streets of Rage really do, though. I don't know what it is. I think it's just about the satisfaction of the punching. I still think Streets of Rage is actually far superior to Final Fight in the yes. grand scheme of things. I agree. Which is yeah. Almost heresy in some parts of me. Oh, it's the old Sega Captain. thing. They took it unimproved on it, didn't they? They didn't yeah. invite, but they did uh, steal. <laughs> yes, wholeheartedly steal. <laughs> yeah. um, but I actually finished it, and I don't think it's a spoiler at this point. <laughs> what, like 20 years on? <laughs> the end of that game, and I'd seen it before. I remember back in the, the Kidderminster, Kidderminster Arcade in the, like the Leisure Centre, they had it there. Oh. And I'd seen somebody complete it, and I was like, that ending makes no sense. And I thought maybe it was just like 20 years of hazy memories confusing me. But oh, no, did it actually make sense? I, I had, like, 20-20 vision on it. Had you were a grown-up. You had a lifetime of experience to look back on and draw reference it from, and it doesn't make any sense. It all makes no sense. Okay, well, my understanding of the plot is very basically that Mayor uh, Hagar, who's yep. a ridiculous, muscly man with a moustache, yep. looks like a gay nightclub banter. Who beats people up for no reason on trains, from my reckoning, because nobody throws a punch at him before he has flattened them. Yeah, that's normal here. He should be the son. Um... And he has to rescue his kidnapped daughter. Yes. So I take it he gets the daughter Jessica. and it's all fine? Well, that's Jessica. not weird. Well, he rescues Jessica. And everybody's... And he's like, oh, Jessica, I, I love... And it's this very stilted kind of Do they kiss? scene. I think they just hug. And okay. But the other two go walking off. And it shows them walking like quite a long way as the credits scroll up the screen just to get yeah. Then Jessica comes running in from the side and says, Cody, Cody, don't go. And as she comes running in... Guy does a backflip over Cody, punches him in the face to the <laughs> ground, and then walks off. <laughs> Which there is no apparent reaction to right. other than Jessica saying, 
where are you going? Don't leave me here. He's like, oh, I have to go. I can't rest while there is still evil on the streets. I thought they killed all the evil. That's where well, it's certainly the amount of... Yeah, it seems that all the evil is dead, but apparently there's more out there. Okay, he can smell it. Yeah, which then leads into this jumping a little bit because onto another game I've played recently, which is Street Fighter, because I just got Super Street Fighter 4, and Cody is in that, Cody and Guy. Yes. And the next time Cody appeared in a game um, was the Street Fighter series, and he was in prison. So at some, uh, way, some point in this fighting crime, fighting evil, guy. he got arrested and turned into a bad guy. He's a bad guy now, is he? He is the evil. Cody's maybe, an maybe evil guy. Maybe he was wrongfully arrested. Maybe there was a bad okay. guy. Okay. He's but like a bleach surf protagonist. He's the most sort of American hero looking you could get. He's, a, he's got blue jeans, a white t-shirt, and blonde tight, floppy tight hair. Tight t-shirt. Yeah, tight t-shirt. He's like a beach, beach boy's stereotype. He's gone to the gym a lot, and he's a bad... Yeah. Oh, I don't understand. Well, maybe it was supposed to be a joke. Maybe it's funny in Japanese. <laughs> no? You should know that by now, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was all in English, so I don't know what the original said, but quite possibly. Although I still don't quite get it. Maybe Guy had a thing for Jessica, but even that doesn't make any sense, really. That's implying a lot of knowledge of a, of a story, which up until that point has just involved beating people up for about an hour <laughs> and a half, right? Yeah, it's yeah. true. Oh, well. See, they actually ties in nicely because like I say I just got Super Street Fighter 4 also um, which <sighs> long exhale well, no? no I suppose I love it yeah no but, but I but no what? no without somebody sat next to me on the couch playing it with me it was a silly thing to buy Oh, I, yeah. I could well, I'm thinking both these games uh, yeah. are two-player experiences, aren't they? Well, I, I could probably wait like a couple of months, pick it up for cheaper, and then, you know, when I move back and you're around, we can sit there and play. But I, I don't like playing it online as much. It's not the same. I don't care what you say or what anybody tells me. Don't well, get how good the lag is. Don't get how good the matchmaking is. It's not the same as laying it down with a mate in the same room. No, it's really stunted, isn't it? A little bit like this cat in the sun. Cat eye horror. A cat found wandering the streets had to have an eye removed by vets after being shot with an air gun in Rockhampton, Gloucestershire. That's it. It's not even a pun. The, the, the title's Cat Eye Horror. Am I missing the pun there? No. No. Um, Just a really horrible story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very own. local newsy. I didn't realise. It's not really... It's horrible things or funny things that have happened in local areas. Right. So it's ma- meant it's to make you go. I've never con- really this read country. the sun. I've never known <laughs> this country. Really disturbing. Yeah, I'm scared. Are, are you feeling more acclimatized yet? Are you feeling more British? Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling yeah. depressed and kind of uh, good, good. horrified at life. All right then. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, that, um, Job on that bombshell. Done. Bombshell. Broadcasting on Skype. Okay, everybody. On down staring at five. Come four. on, people. I'm the state of the Japanese gaming scene. Virtual console. PlayStation Three. <laughs> Well, before we uh, do go into the news, yes. uh, my girlfriend commented the other day that the news theme sounds a little bit like the theme to the British cop drama, The Bill. So with that in mind, theme, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit tenuous, but it, yeah, I can see what she's talking about. So in that in mind, a special version of the news jingle. Here we go. Okay, everybody, 
Now I had to kind of stretch it out a bit, like the the words yeah. is a bit longer than the old. Yeah, yeah. You like it? I do. No, I do. I don't think we'll be hearing uh, that again. No, we're not sticking with it. That's what I was. No. Going to be my next question. I mean, you know, uh, uh, you're an artist, Darren. I wouldn't um, presume uh, to force, but I'd rather stick with the old one. Of all the things I've ever done in my life, if that is the one thing that survives, imagine <laughs> that. That's going to be put yeah. in the time capsule. So, what's <laughs> on the news apart from all the depressing stories in the sun? Well, we've been harping on a bit about the iPhone, so I suppose we should touch on the whole iPhone 4 mess. We mostly oh. comment on how much everybody else has been talking Everyone's about it. Everyone's been talking about it so much. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's <laughs> kind of a shock. Like, d- is it, it well, is Mondo at fault? Really, I guess they were. They paid quite a lot of money for the phone. Can we just do this quickly? Someone yeah, asked in a bar, and then they sold it to Jason. What's his name? Jason Chen. Something like that. And then he put it on the site, and then an Apple came. And yep, then they got the police game it. and they stole his soap and then yeah. he's in trouble, maybe not. Maybe he'll sue Apple and make a million pounds. Maybe everybody's suing everybody. Yeah, it's a sue, yeah. it's a sue factory, isn't it? Uh, the thing that disturbed me most about the story, I'm still talking quickly because people have talked about this before quite a lot, yes. is the fact that the police seem to be so receptive and uh, sympathetic to Apple's need to be harsh with him. Seemed a little Rich. bit out of place, their uh, response to the whole situation. It did, and I think p- the reason they're suing actually is because the search warrant they received uh, didn't say nighttime search, and the, the search because that's different, isn't it? Different. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, so, all nerds are expert on uh, um, uh, warrant to search legal. people's houses. Yeah, or? yeah. Well, I'm kind of hoping that you know they get it all sorted out and Gizmondo get treated fairly harshly and stuff like that, but also that they Apple has to give up something for the kind of brutal tr- way they treated him. Well, the thing I is, think they didn't treat him. The police treated him. So, what's going on between? Well, Apple I don't and think. The I don't think is that they the did. Apple SS officers. But they were sent in by Apple. On, a, I mean, you know, the, the the judge signed off on the warrant to seize all of his stuff. Right. Uh, Even at the which so point, they stole the his police are doing their job. And from, from what I hear, or from the reports from the guy, Jason, what was it? Uh, Cheng, you said. We need to. We need to check. Jason Chen. Yes. Jason Chen. Uh, the police didn't seem particularly rude. They suggested, you know, why don't you go stay with a friend while we finish this up? Um, yeah, they didn't seem unreceptive, and they seemed, you know, to be doing their jobs efficiently and relatively cleanly. And the only thing that he said was wrong was the where they broke the door to get into the house. Did they break the door? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was nobody <laughs> to let him in, them in, so they were warranted to search and find what was there, see what was there. I would love to do that, though. I mean, maybe they hadn't done it before. They would, uh, you know, search our house. That would be good, wouldn't it? It'd be good, wouldn't it? You just go, where would you go? I'd go straight into the bathroom first, through all the medicine cabinets and stuff like that, knocking everything around, all the pills fall on the floor, <laughs> and straight into the straight into the bedroom, open all of the underwear drawers and empty them onto the floor. That's what no, you do, isn't it? No iPhone no. in here. No <laughs> yeah, iPhone in there. Turn the mattress up and out the window so you can look directly underneath all the slats. Have you ever done that? No, that's a mattress fun, out of a window. No, I threw a TV out a window once. Oh, okay. No, throwing a mattress that just kind of hits the ground and explodes in a shower of springs, punching. Did it, it what it explodes? Well, like this, in a kind of 
contained way. All the springs kind of shatter out of every part. Oh. Of it. And it stays all one piece. So it just becomes a bag full of broken springs and not yeah. a mattress at all. <laughs> that's what I do. Then yeah. I go in, I throw the TV out the window because that's fun as well. It makes a big bang. Yeah. Uh, empty all the cutlery onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, open all the condiments and then just throw them onto the pile of socks and cutlery. Oh, that's good. Mash it all up. Put it in the oven. Yeah. Actually, this, isn't, this, isn't, a, this isn't searching, is it? This is like when you're a kid and you make a, po- a potion. Wolf destruction yeah. of property. <laughs> okay, I've the searched the house. off. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I take the soap. <laughs> they took his soap. You could just empty. Well, maybe they thought you put the iPhone in there. Um, just like fill the bathtub with uh, all of the soaps and then skid around on it like an ice ring. Yes. Yeah. That's and then fun. fill up. The, yeah. And then empty all the freezer stuff and put it in with it. Yeah. So it all defrosts and goes all stinky, all of the fish. Pour um, bubble bath into the cistern of the toilet. Yeah. Get all his hi-fi separates, put them in there as well, and then put the shower on and then <laughs> plug them all in from the front room. <laughs> so it's just a big fish, <laughs> fish smelling dirty fire with all of his valuables in the garden outside. Yeah. Done it. Search. <laughs> Didn't find an iPhone. Yeah, and with my um, Genius Bar T-shirt on as I leave, just give him the finger. And, and for all the breakdown, breakdown they did of the device, they still didn't say if the phone bloody worked on the thing. Well, Apple switched it off, didn't they? Remotely, they they bricked it. They switched off the software. Couldn't they still? Couldn't you still make a call? Uh, I think they can make it so you can't switch it on. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can do that on on any. any. <laughs> my iPhone does it itself all the time. Yeah, that's the problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave Apple it on for a couple of hours. To do with it. They don't have that power at all. The phone just broke. Yeah, <laughs> bat- battery life, two hours, dead. Dead. Yeah. Okay. On, on better Apple news, um, in two days from day of recording, yeah. probably by the time it goes up, uh, you'll be able to buy Left 4 Dead on your Mac. Ooh. Is it, does this mean we're getting um, Steam? Yeah, Steam on the 12th. That's going to be up, and uh, me and Darren are going to probably be playing that next week. So don't expect Oh, yeah. Hey, Al, uh, on Twitter, you've got to follow yeah. Alex on Twitter, doofus, D-O-F-U-S-S, do that. Um, he tipped a great indie package. Oh, like the Humble package. The Humble Indie uh, yeah. Bundle. Yeah. Uh, and it's got World of Goo and mm-hmm. other brilliant indie games, and you can pay what you want. Yeah, and th- for Mac as well. That, they had one and, and Linux, but even better than that, they they added one to it just the other day. Did Ooh. you see that yet? I don't know. I bought it on Saturday morning. I haven't okay. actually installed them yet. Well, there's th- it comes with. Uh, it originally came with five games. The, the highlights of which being World of Goo and Penumbra, which two pretty good games. Uh, I already own them both on two platforms, so I haven't really saved much money in this whole equation. But there you go. Um, but then I I bought it for 20 bucks which I guess is a tenner uh, so five games two of which I own and then they add another game out of nowhere they get, I get an email saying hey look here you go one more game hey did they give you the game you just have yeah you just have to go and download it amazing what's yeah. the other game uh, it's sh- it's really hard to pronounce it's shmumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumbrumb
You can give it all to charity. Yep. Or some to developers. All to the developers. Yada, mm -hmm. yada, yada. So give something at least. Don't be a dick about it. Yeah, or we'll come round and we'll put then all your we'll frying pans yeah. in the bar. <laughs> and uh, plug it all in your microwave. Exactly. Yeah. Um, separate stuff. Other stuff. Moving on from that. Yeah. Because uh, we talk about Activision every week, despite the fact that we don't own any of the games or really care about them. Damn um, you, Activision! Damn you, Activision! We, they, we, they have just signed a deal with Bungie. We've signed a deal with Bungie? We, no, we haven't signed. Oh they God. have signed a deal with Bungie. What are we going to do? <laughs> we expect us to make <laughs> a game. We can't afford them. No. Um, they want beanbags everywhere and <laughs> massive plastic versions of captains from Halo everywhere. <laughs> I don't think they've got rights to that anymore. Maybe that's where they have to sign off. Oh. But they... They have signed this deal, which obviously comes at a strange time in terms of everything that's going on with that Infinity Ward, but I doubt that really has anything to do with it. Maybe the timing of the announcement of it does. Okay. Um, people have probably been following this who are interested in games, honestly. If you listen to this podcast, I am guessing you've probably heard the whole thing. It's for a Technically, I'm listening to this, and okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a 10-year deal they've signed for their next franchise, mm. which they've already got an idea of it sounds like it's already planned out but it's not yet at a point to show anybody it's not going to be at E3 so it's going to be a while till we see anything about it but the underlying point is that uh, it's for 10 years it's signed for 10 years so they're going to be pumping out whatever this new game is for 10 years of a franchise well that sounds very Activision friendly doesn't it they just want to make three games a year <laughs> of and the same game bathing cash okay. yeah so uh, this, well, I take it this is going to be some sort of epic first person shooter well it's sounding RPG-ish from the job listings they've been posting more poor honestly <laughs> oh god I hope not it's going to be though isn't it <laughs> it could well be but yeah. 10 years of that just sounds oh know, god the way Bungie operate maybe it's just four games maybe it's three or four games and they've already got it all planned but it's a bit Ten years. Sounds a bit strange. Ten I'm years. just trying to think of a game that's lasted ten years in a single line of a story. And there aren't many. No. And the ones that do kind of get a bit ropey towards the end. Like Resident Evil, which lasted 12 years. And the l by the end, it was getting a bit like an inbred farmer with a sheep. The end? Has it ended? Is it over? Mm, theoretically, they were talking about the next one being a reboot. But now they're mentioning six. But the, m the lead antagonist has been dealt with so okay so yeah probably come to an end with the key story of resident evil what if it's what if it's crap as well do you know have oh, you seen the, the golden compass uh yes i had oh, i like those books but man no, they're not making any more of them maybe no. it could end up like that <laughs> just a yeah. big pile of dog do uh well it's gonna it's oh it does suit activision i can see where they've done this it, it makes sense uh, Bungie uh, are going to do good stuff, evidently. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be for me, though. No, it's going to be one of those big, big, big 3D games. Big 3D games. Yeah. Who doesn't like the big 3D games? I just don't have the time. Big 3D games? Yeah. Also, something Capcom makes. Yes. Yes. Capcom do that, don't they? Yes. Yes. Is that and a, a, is that a very strained link? It was it was a very strange link, but I thought we should move on because yeah, we run out of steam on that one as we often do on stories. Um, Capcom have made a loss or a drop in their profits this year of seventy three percent. That's fucking hell. Well, it's <laughs> that's only quite a lot. Profits. It doesn't sound like they've lost any money in this. I mean, that's like saying last year we made 
what, 100 billion this year. We only made 27 billion. What do you think this related to? Is this the Christmas uh, fuck up with all of the? Well, no, because they released everything after Christmas. Okay. Um, and I think perhaps the biggest part of it is that Street Fighter, which shipped a million copies in a week, released after the end of the fiscal year. Ah, okay. So that's the their big hot property, and it's not included in the numbers. So maybe it's okay. Yeah. Part of me thinks that maybe they just because you know last year w- with them up, however much up seventy three percent on this year, I'm guessing more than that actually. My maths was probably wrong going backwards there, but um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, they had Resident Evil Five and Street Fighter. This year they had Resident Evil Five Gold, which probably didn't attract as many people as the original Resident Evil Five, and. Street Super Street Fighter, which came out after. Apart from that, it was Dark Void was their other big release within that fiscal year, and that bombed. And did it bomb? Reason. Yeah, and for good reason. Oh, it was crap. Yeah, I've still got to get that DS version. No, you the know, DS the one is amazing. The, I got it on my, on my iPhone, which was janky because of the control scheme, but would be amazing on DS. Right, cracking that open tonight. Uh, oh, right. Maybe they need to go back and uh, exploit some of their older properties. You know, I think they do already know. They've already in fact, got Mega I can't Man. think of anything they're not rinsing. No. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if there is any flavour left There's in that nothing, gum, is there? they are still yeah. chewing it. They are still wringing out and putting spit back into it. Oh. My word. Yeah. Everyone loves Capcom, though. That's sad. Yeah. Well, I don't think it is sad because it's not they've lost money, Darren. It's not like so many other companies that are going under and disappearing. It's oh, they they they're all right? Yeah. Oh, that's all right then. Yeah. I'm not worried then. Now, Capcom is a very, very popular game developer. Uh, but, surprisingly, they don't get a single game in the top ten most popular franchises, according to the Guinness World Record. Did you know that, Darren? No. no. The Guinness World Record of games. Well, the Guinness Record. Uh, recently, the, they've got their, uh, their gaming section now. Okay. They've actually got a whole book on it. Believe it or the not. Guinness World Record yeah. of Games. Okay. And they got the readers or the public to vote for the top 50 franchises. Uh, uh, they didn't ask me. No, no. Which is why I think it's undermined for that alone. <laughs> you'd be you'd be <laughs> well not to ask me, I think. Yeah. Were you asked, Al? I wasn't. I wonder, okay. I wonder who was asked, actually. I wonder if it's got one of those Pan 10 adverts where they just say, we asked 23 women. <laughs> we asked 23 women. <laughs> yeah. They liked. Mm. Uh, uh, okay. Buying Pantene in a shop. Exactly. So, uh, so they asked everybody what they like, and we've got so we've got a definitive list of the most popular games of all time. Yeah, yeah. Franchises. Can wow. you guess number one, Darren? Oh, wow. Okay, number one. Yeah. Uh, okay, number one best f- popular. Mm. Most popular game of all time. Most popular game of all time. Yes. Well, I uh, I, I want to say Mario, but I don't think that's going to be true. No. It's going to be something depressing, isn't it? It is. is. Oh. Oh. Is it... Uh, well, mm, RPG? No. Might it? No? Uh, is it like Gears of War? No. No, no. What's that one? World, the, 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 the World War II one? No. Might, no. You mean Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Is it Call That's of Duty? That's number two. You're close. Oh, is it what we've just been talking about? Yes. Is it Halo? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> what, what? Both of them. Number one and number two are Halo and... Yes. Modern Warfare. Yes, it's, it's actually kind of depressing. They asked lots of boys. Oh, they asked lots of gamers. I'm sure they didn't cast their net uh, wide on this. They're not um, the best games. They're not the best games. Okay, uh, well, well, we were talking about Street Fighter. Does Street Fighter get a look in? 
Street Fighter. That's a franchise. Take that should be in it there. It is a franchise. I'm scanning the list now. Well, I know you sent me a link, so I'm going to have a look as well. No, it's not. It's not That's in there. Depressing. What about Kirby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't be in there. That would be really sad, actually, at this point. Kirby's number one. No, hey, I don't see Kirby either. This is not going to be very interesting for people. This you can go and if you just type Certainly in Guinness not. top fifty games, you're going to find this. But just to give the top fifty, which is shocking in and of itself, I think there's Halo at number one, Call of Duty at two, Zelda at three. You're going to read fifty? No, the top ten. All oh, right. <laughs> Guitar Hero at four, Metal Gear Solid at five, Smash Brothers at six, World of Warcraft at seven. No, Gears whoa, whoa, whoa! Super Mario Brothers at six. Yes. You said Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers is oh, nine. Smash Brothers. Can't believe nine. Smash Brothers is in there. Yeah, and Grand Theft Auto at ten. Uh, okay, I like Grand Theft Auto. And I don't know what these are based on. It's well, you know, this comes back to you know idiots. They don't know what they want, do they? That's probably what it'd say in the Sun. I wonder what the Sun would vote. You know, the top game. Girls mess up. Nine in ten Brits are unhappy with cleanliness in the workplace. A study shows with women. That's in capital letters far dirtier than men so in that last sentence there, there's, there's something you can you can go for about yes it, it, yeah it's based on nothing Al. there's no source of information here it's just written just written by somebody they had a gap to fill <laughs> people don't like people being dirty no exactly uh, what I've got some jokes here what town in England makes terrible sandwiches I don't know uh, Oldham which doesn't really work because it's spelled old ham but you say Oldham. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't even... Okay. <laughs> yeah. But Halo. I was going to say Bellend, but... Yeah. Bellend. I used to live in Bellend, yeah. You did. <laughs> Cockfosters. I used to stay there a while. Um, <laughs> we should just list rude-sounding names of places in, places in the UK. Well, ooh, Halo. Halo. No. No. I don't we're done. No! No more Halo! Feature! Feature time, it's feature time, it's feature time, it's feature time. Unfortunately, the best part is the music at the start! So, this week's feature, or this Fortnite's feature, or this show's feature, I'm not quite sure what we're going with with our kind of. Uh, we're Fortnite, we're going Fortnite, we're here all the time. We, we are looking at Japanese gaming and Western gaming and how they intertextualize. Or how they're trying to feed off each other and become better. The old flip-flop, the old back and forth. Yep, 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 yep. Um, <laughs> this came to me because I'm playing Yakuza 3 now, the, the English version. Oh, you're having fun. It's good, isn't it? I haven't played much of it, but I'm realising... Fighting's fun. Uh, to me, I look at it and I'm, I think, you know, what's there is great, but it feels like a Japanese person looked at a game similar to Grand Theft Auto. I'm yes. saying it is meant to be Grand Theft Auto, but there it is, and thought... Like they saw screenshots and never played the game and then tried to mimic it. Yes, I see what you mean. Yes, it's like a, a stilted translation Yeah. of that. Uh, and it, it, it benefits from that in a way. There's that kind of like quirky misunderstanding of what it should be. Well, I mean, there's no driving in it for a start. So. <laughs> but it, it just seems to me that the Japanese side of development seems far more stuck in their ways. And when they try and adapt or when they try and cater to a different audience, they are not experiencing what they're trying to mimic and they are trying to create what they think it is as opposed to what it is. 
I see. I think okay. Western in development is far more informed by Japanese development. If you see what I mean. Yes. So uh, taking Yakuza as a case in point, look Yakuza at the back of the box, the one, and yes. you would expect it to be some sort of Grand Theft Auto set in Japan. When yes. in actual fact, it's kind of like a 3D fighting game mm-hmm. uh, with kind of almost like Zelda-esque uh, sort of s- traditional RPG elements in between with sort of mini yes. games, leveling it up, and uh, then a boss battle. Fetch so quests. <laughs> yeah. Card games. Mm. Dialogue trees. Mystic, uh, Legend of Mystical Ninja. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not unlike that in structure, is it? Mm. With, in, mm. with sort of 3D fighting. It's bit a little in. more heavy leaning on the RPG element. But yes, yes, essentially the structure. But it's very segmented as well. It's like now you're entering a fighting section. Oh, yeah. Like, and now just like a sit here for half game. an hour and watch a, a cutscene. Yeah. 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 Um, well, whereas you look at, conversely, a Western game that's adopted, and um, we're going to look at RPGs in this respect, I think, because perhaps, unlike a racing game, which, you know, they have their own kind of style and leanings, but it's a little bit hazier on how they inform each other. Um, but you look at a game like Darksiders, which you might not have played, but it's a Jomad kind of designed world of war at the end of times, fighting through essentially a Zelda game, an action RPG. And there was a huge thing when it was released about is it uh, copying it or is it a homage, 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 homage to Zelda? And we say, well, we say homage when we like it and uh, we say copying when we don't like it. And everybody thought it was great because it was a very, it was a great game, but the style was just more Western in the kind of cartooniness, the big shoes, the tiny head, and the huge muscles and grumpy voice. (laughs) Yes. I'm listening. (laughs) Ah, okay. Um, I was wondering if you had anything to add. No, you don't. Um, But it just seems that when Japan... I I think maybe it comes back to the fact that Western people have played far more Japanese games, and a lot of people who have entered the industry have played a far greater range of games in the West, at least a lot of the people who are developing now. And I think a lot of Japanese people are still very much centered on their own environment, their own games, their own gaming world. They, there's far less interest in Western games here. And I don't know uh, if that's detrimental. Th- there's a lot of faithful tradition to what a certain type of game should be in Japan, mm. I, I get the feeling. And mm. that innovation in Japan is more about sort of bolt-on complexity to revered game types than it is about true innovation in the in the western sense of the word well, i say true innovation i say innovation in the western sense of the word where things like flower uh off the top of my head and just sort of emerging game style things like mirror's edge for instance oh yes i don't yeah you're right i don't feel that these things are the things that come out of Japan so much, and yet there are huge, lush uh, gameplay experiences that come out of uh, Japanese games, and hugely complex ones as well. But I do feel like it's often traditional gameplay types bolted together with uh, almost accidental innovations in gameplay from just things becoming more and more complex, if that makes sense. Just that the 
the traditional say like uh, traditional shoot 'em up the way that that's developed over the years is it's it's actually extremely traditional it's just the the graphics engines have kind of led the the uh, innovation in that sense and rpgs i mean they've just become more complex and i suppose that's the most traditional of the japanese gameplay styles and japanese genres but i don't know you probably know a little bit more than me but i don't feel that that is any different it's just more complex and more involving they're not trying to create new genres as as it seems to happen over here i think this still drives simplicity Mm. in some ways even in japanese games because there is this kind of people are realizing that you have to draw in more and more people as the cost of games go up you need a bigger audience and to do that they need to be accessible to people um but you look at the way when you when you they start to look at pouring the amount of money that's needed for something like a Final Fantasy mm. or even a game okay Final Fantasy is an extreme example because you've got a guaranteed audience there of many millions whatever you do to it basically but when you look at how much they have to assume they're going to have to sell they have to try and appeal to two markets and right. I just feel that when a Japanese game is drawing on that west trying to attract that western market if they manage it even if it's by design the design choices they made it's kind of hit and miss as to whether they'll manage it because they're not getting it exactly yeah, right like you look y- at yakuza mm, it's more I like mean, a stu- it's more like a, sk- a skin or a, a, well, a I'm game i'm not sure yakuza itself is a game that i'm i mean that that's a good example for how they've looked at a Western game and tried to apply it, but I don't think they were expecting that to sell outside Japan. I think the, bud- the actual development budget on that, I think, is far lower than, you know, traditionally you might think it is for a, a game of its scale. Yeah, I think Yakuza but is Yakuza. I mean, Yakuza's sort of like a little bit of a step up from uh, uh, Shenmue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's that kind of... That's the sort of thing that Sega's carved its own niche with. But, yeah, I mean, m- maybe the way that it did successfully translate over here was to do with its overlap with Grand Theft Auto but I take your point when when the Japanese try and do something that works in both markets it seems to be that they haven't got a full understanding of what made the game work in the western what the, made the game genre work in the western market yeah and well, it, it, it kind of works on their side quite a lot because then you do end up with this kind of strange innovation it is something new because you do. and then there are times that it doesn't work though I mean because Capcom is perhaps the most prevalent at managing mm-hmm. to make this kind of crossover successfully and actually give it a feel that's perhaps a little bit more um, androgynous for want of a better word, if you see what I mean in this respect. Well, homogenised you can yeah, sort of, yeah. it works in every market But then you've got something like Resident Evil 5 where you've still got, that. like somebody told them you should use both sticks to control movement and shooting and you end up with this weird, it's like I mean I'm sure they did play it I'm not suggesting they didn't play it but it just feels like somebody told them and they tried to apply it without ever really feeling or realising why people were suggesting it. Well, the question, therefore, has to be, and you're in a good position to answer this, the games that do influence these decisions and maybe these general directions in terms of uh, what a property should aim to be in order to guarantee both commercial success and remain faithful to uh, where it started, which is often kind of 8- and 16-bit franchises, uh, and, you know... I suppose Resident Evil started on... No, Resident Evil started yes. on Super Nintendo, didn't it? No, PlayStation 1. Oh, was there a Super yeah. Nintendo game? No, there was a N64. Ah, right, so okay. They, so They were making it, I'm not sure. If it came out yeah, so inevitably this involves like 3D world games, but do you think that 
games like Grand Theft Auto, games like uh, Medal of Honor and uh, Halo and things like that, the big properties that are influencing these, these decisions, like, you know, you should use two sticks to control things or you should create a, you know, uh, a gangster tale set in a city with, you know, RPG elements and action elements. Are these games popular in Japan? Do, do the Japanese public, you know, lap these games up like we do over here? Or are they imported? Are they a niche interest? Do they not really appeal? There are less of them here. We brought over Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. And the uptake of it yes. was it was good, but it is nowhere near the rest of the world's kind of adoption of it. Um, and in a similar way to something like Yakuza in the West, if you're thinking of a kind of good allegory for it. Um, but what you end up with is this situation where it is niche, but the main reason it's niche is because it just doesn't get the shelf space. It doesn't get pushed or advertised in the same way. And even okay, we're perhaps making more of a push than you'd normally see for a game like this, which is why it showed up that it isn't just that the companies aren't making the effort. It's also that once it's in the shop, it's not getting the placement to make it sell. Because the people buying the games, the retailers, just aren't stocking enough of them or pushing it in a way that makes people realize that it's a thing, that it's going to be big. Mm -hmm. the, the big game, like, it's a very conservative retail culture, basically. They're buying okay. games that they know will sell well because they're franchises that have sold well in the past. So Pokemon, Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, and other such games. So, you know, things like Grand Theft Auto just wouldn't get the shelf space or the interest behind it to actually really make it take off as a, as a kind of cult. Mm, you, that's a difficult one because it does sit with the cult Z. Game. So the, there's several ratings here, but basically the top rating gets segregated from everything else and has to be put on a top shelf. So let's say that's okay. just not in the public eye. Um, but something like, I think Call of Duty was a D, which means it's still in the normal kind of retail space. And yet mm -hmm. it gets a small, maybe it gets a single shelf for a week, week of release rather than like a whole face storefront kind of area and then mm -hmm. the week after it'll be probably in position four in the charts, so it'll be a copy there and then another copy in the like normal morass of games just doesn't get the penetration that you would expect for what is the biggest selling franchise ever It's interesting though because that's what happens in Japan, and that you know that sounds like a, a difficult, you know, thing to, to to actually get any kind of shelf space or to get noticed. But it just doesn't happen over here. I mean, like you know, get, you know, there are no import game shops here. Mm -hmm. Really, you have to buy everything, you know, via your Play Asia or just get get it imported from other online sites. That shelf space does not um, exist. I think that's be partly because a lot more games are released there. I think there is a far greater number of Western games that nobody puts the effort into translating to Japanese. I mean, if you translate a game into English, you suddenly have far more markets. Even if you don't yep. release it in a country, then people will import the English version. To translate into Japanese... Because you were saying the new, the new Street Fighter game is yeah, English. That was, is that yeah, right? it has English in there as well, which it's released uh -huh. worldwide at the same time, but the last one that came out here was just the Japanese, and this one does both depending on the language setting of your machine. Which sounds like okay. a tiny thing, but, you know, there it is. Well, yeah, that just opens it up as soon as that knowledge is yeah. out there. Then um, everybody in Japan who speaks English doesn't import the version, they get it here. But if you look at something like... Yes. I'm trying to think of a good example, but every f the big games obviously do come out here because they do make enough 
they do sell enough to make a profit. But if you look at a smaller Western game, there's no point translating it to Japanese because there's no secondary market on that. Only Japanese people in Japan are going to buy it. Whereas if you, a Japanese company translates a game into English and ships it to America, then Britain, Australia can import that. You've got a lot of other countries who can speak, you know, people who can speak English in Europe, but might never get, say, a Dutch version of the game. They can import mm-hmm. the English version, but that just doesn't work the same way in Japan. So the effort of making putting that cost into the translation is very different. Yeah, I still think that you know you're in the best place in the world to buy video games. It, it, you get a very kind of skewed uh, view of things. Probably being mostly interested in big Western properties, but then I don't know if it's frustrating for you to go and find them mm. in Japan, or or just kind of from the the idea of how big things are from reading things online you know, Kotaku or, or one up. I don't know, do you feel kind of sheltered out there that you're not kind of getting the No, I know it'll always come here and the I big can always toys. import easily and certainly with Play Asia being based here, it's also pretty cheap. They deliver quite cheaply. So I think, you know, I'm in a situation where I can get all these games. Um it's just interesting to see it all happening in front of me. Mm. We got a bit deep and maybe even a bit off topic, but I think it was interesting there. Well, you know, if you've got topics you want dealt with you need to write into betty brisk in the sun she deals with your dilemmas Ooh. what dilemmas does she have you this, know this kind of thing is, 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 well, does this have uh, like a comic book made of? uh no i know the one you're thinking of the yeah. saucy photos i don't think they've oh, got that anymore best. maybe i'm wrong um yeah always women in cold rooms in their bras wondering about who they're cheating on no uh okay let's pick a letter to dear betty dear betty when if ever is it acceptable to make rude hand gestures? <laughs> what? When I was younger, some men made V signs when sorely provoked, but ladies never. Girls do that all the time However, here in Japan, but it means something different. Oh, yes, no, that's the uh, saying hello on a yep. photograph, isn't it? Um, however, as I get older, I find myself tempted to use it in a variety of situations, such as to snooty shop assistants. Imagine that. Drivers who honk at you for driving too slowly, or people who get cross because you're not walking fast enough have you ever gesticulated at someone i think the shop assistant you know, i don't one, even I'm feel like i need the other two i think a fair game <laughs> imagine that a snooty shop assistant just kind of buying something and then just like yeah um can i, can I have a bag can i have a bag fuck yeah, you okay, thanks for the bag and I, i've got something <laughs> for you as well look at this look, look at this because <laughs> you just walk out backwards <laughs> Into some traffic who are annoyed at you for not driving yep. faster. <laughs> I, I think using using the V sign, you know, you have to be a distance from someone. That's the way it works, isn't it? You can't just do it to them right in front of their face. <laughs> I mean, you can, but well, <laughs> just presenting your V to them. Somebody was talking about the V sign out here the week, and they were all tell- asking me why, uh, or at least at first, they everybody thought the Gallaghers were really into peace. Liam and Noel. Oh, really? Like, why do they keep giving the Vs? Why is it victory? Why is it peace? It's the wrong way round. No, there is no way round. You're just making a V for victory. It really is only oh. England for that one, I think. Britain. No. I don't know what the uh, the history it's of that, archers, that sign is. Uh, not the archers. No. Um, British archers, the longbowmen, were... Um, really really good and the French always ah. threatened to cut off their fingers and when they won they showed they still had their fingers Agincourt so in your face yeah. the rest of the world Agincourt oh that's good well um, speaking of old things, there old games how's that yay 
It's time for Darren's old games now. They're old and so are you. You're old. You're going to die, but before you do, listen to my old games thing. Right. Oh, games then. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Mario. That's old, isn't it? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, actually, as a devout Mario fan, I don't call any of the games by their purported name. Uh, I, as a true faithful follower of Mario, say Mario and then the chronological number of the game, uh, including all the games in which he's appeared. So, for instance, what you might call Super Mario World, I call Mario 56 because it's the 56th game with him in. Uh, so the best old game with him in is, I don't know, Mario 137. How's that? Uh, which, uh, which is Mario Artist, which is a Japanese-only N64 disk drive paint program. Yeah, I stand by that. That's the best Mario game. This is the end of Darren's old games now. They were old and now you're older too. Do you lay awake in bed at night, picking over your pointless little life? Uh, wow, that, that was a that was an informative uh, and uh, funny, and that was a good one, wasn't it? We're about, good at this. Oh, the show. You're not talking about your own good old games. The I thought show, you were being really self-congratulatory the there. I was thinking it was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> bit oh, well, well, I always am in those terms. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. It, 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 uh, I, I hope you enjoyed everything. Rambled a bit, but I think it was uh, informative and entertaining rambling. Yeah. So if you've got anything you want us to talk about, by the way, do. Please God, I'm running out of ideas. You let you know. <laughs> Are you? No. Nah. Really. I'd like to hear from people. Yeah. Well, maybe we could do some more funny things instead of the the, like, the talky yeah. feature. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Well, um, and so next time I'll have a different way to introduce you back into That'll the UK culture. Yeah, this week it was um, so you, you terrified. Yeah, so this, this week it was it was news and current affairs. Uh, what else do you feel that you're missing? You know that kind of knowledge in. It's been mm. six years now. Food culture. I can help I'm a bit you with. Worried that I, I hear food culture. Healthy Britain, and I don't remember Britain being healthy. Healthy yeah. Britain. I know what I'll do. I'll go to okay. McDonald's, and they often have leaflets about how healthy their oh. food is. I'll bring one and we can just go through it together. Yes, that, sound good? that sounds good. Yeah, because McDonald's now is the most healthy food you can have. It's extremely <laughs> it healthy. So Yeah, it's completely different now. You won't understand. You're going to be totally lost. But I'm, I'm going to help you. You've got, you've got a few Thank months to sort this out. So join us next time when we acclimatise Alex to uh, UK living conditions. And I get ready for re-entry. Uh, and yeah. Yes, and I'll be here and I won't know anything still. And But we'll have a yes, good time, won't we? Thank you very yeah. much, everybody. Follow me on Twitter. Look at the Divas website. And see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.